A Black Man Sketch, Season 4, Episode 2. Welcome back. I'm Manny. Maurice. Joseph. So yeah, man, it feels good to be back. Uh, I haven't seen y'all in a, in a long, long minute. How, how everybody doing? It's been, it's been a, you know, a rocky journey. Man, rocky journey? Real rocky. Yeah. It was rough. Okay. Okay. What what uh what, what y'all going through this this rough right now? Car caught a flat ski last night. Man. Dang, not wow. the flat ski. Same man. thing happened. Same thing happened to you. Just not a flat, just car problems. It's Dang. I'm grateful for it, but it's unfortunate that it happened. Oh, Dang, shit, see? That's crazy. Thinking I hit some, it was doots. Dang. Bad. On the way here, I was experiencing some uh some car problems. My door wouldn't shut. Damn. It was something jammed in the in the in the uh the little lever or whatever that thing is. The amigos telling you the car the car guys telling us to upgrade it's time. See that car got that car got us in a headlock. It's a it's a liability. Mm. Right, speaking of headlocks, let's talk about that man Draymond Green. <laughs> oh man, oh man, now nah, that's wild. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect. I feel like that was the most unnecessary headlock ever. I swear, that, that's dude. Planned, like, like, yeah, I'm gonna put you in a headlock. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> was fighting. Goldberg was trying to break it up. Here Man, you come. Come just here. Headlock. That's it. <laughs> he not letting him go. He nope, nope. They just like he want. Go. He wanted to be suspended for sure. That's yeah. crazy. Black forces. That's, that's crazy. crazy. And releasing all the tension. You. You just came back from Africa, man. How, how was that? Man, man, it was a blessing. It was a, it was a true blessing. It's good uh, to hear. We glad. Yeah, it was a, it was a great experience with me, uh, me Tino, Kai, Miss Monique, um, and great Coach blessed. Nigel. Yeah, I, I would say we had a had a transformative, very transformative experience. Mm. Man, that's deep. I felt like a proud father when you was FaceTiming me, man. Man, inspirational. Right? Ujamaa Place serves the most marginalized population in society, primarily African-American men ages 18 to 30, providing holistic transformation for men experiencing inequity at the intersection of race and poverty. Ujamaa Place helps them achieve brotherhood, stability, and personal success. Join us for an info session Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. For more information, visit ujamaaplace.org. We're just gonna hop right into it. My brother Joseph just came back from the motherland. Yeah, man. I ask him some questions about it. See how it goes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hear what y'all got for me. So, what are the highlights of your trip to Ghana and any must-visit places? Highlights of the trip in Ghana, I would say first some some must-visit places. Definitely. Kwame Nkrumah's museum, mm. for sure. I think going there will just help you learn about the history of the first president. Um, also, a little bit about the history of Ghana. It was the first country to become independent. So that museum would be number one on my list. Um, I would say some another must-visit places, or some more most must-visit places... To me, I would say the beach, uh, the beaches in Ghana were just too beautiful. The the landscape, the the hotels, everything on the beach was just wonderful. The the ocean was a beautiful sound. Um, being able to just sit by the water and and listen to the waves crash against the sand was just beautiful. And 
Another place I would say is for sure the Cape Coast Slave Castles. Mm. That is a must-see for anybody that uh, is taking a trip to Ghana. Um, a lot of history there, and when you go there, you really get the the real feel of of how our ancestors felt when being locked in those dungeons and trapped behind those bars. Um, they honestly the the slave castles, <clears throat> the places where um, our ancestors weren't enslaved. They make it seem really beautiful, and the architecture is really nice. So it's definitely a it's something to something for your eyes to lay on for sure. Like it's some it's some architecture we don't really see here in America. So it's a really nice place, but underneath the the beauty of the the castle is just terrible, terrible, terrible history. So those three places for sure. Um, the highlight in Ghana was definitely getting the chance to visit the Aquamu Kingdom and the Aquamu tribe. Um, meeting the king and his queen mother and all of the chiefs and um, just the people in the in the village they had some really good hospitality they fed us we listened to their music we we played music we danced with them it was a really good time I would say that was the highlight it felt like I was truly at home overall some great healing definitely Boy, cold, man. You know, it's just start with saying, you know, we missed you, man. It's good to see you. Man, yeah, I missed y'all too, honestly. man. It was, it was some tough times without that boy. <laughs> but let's get back on topic. I would like to ask, how did you feel spiritually and mentally when you were down there? Did you feel different or the same? Um, when I got there, I would say for the first like day and a half, actually for the first two days, it was hard to really like feel what I was feeling. I was still taking it in and it was, it was still digesting. And I was also fighting the, um, the time traveling and, the the jet lag. But once we were really settled into our, um, into where we were staying and we had some, some rest under us, I think spiritually I felt, I wouldn't say awakened, but I would say, I felt more of what I wanted to feel in Africa. And it felt like what I was chasing here in America, I, it felt like I was a, I was a dog on a treadmill with a, with a bone attached to it when I'm here in America. But as soon as I got to Africa, it's like I was catching that bone. So spiritually, definitely a place where, where you can go to, to find yourself, um, a place where you can where you can go to to learn about yourself and especially learn about your people. Mentally, mentally, it was just hard to um, it was just hard to be there with all the history around and then just being tired uh, physically and mentally. It was just a it was a tiring trip, but at the same time, just it was like information overload. So. At the same time of, as it being a vacation, it was like a, a field trip. So there was a lot of information that I was taking in, which which made it um, a little hard on on my mental capacity. But it definitely was was well worth it. That's real. How would you describe the local culture and people you encountered in Ghana? Um, 
the local culture was definitely like um everybody was really happy and living in harmony and even though to the eye it seems like everybody is poor and they don't really have much technology um not many houses for for the amount of people that live there there really isn't many like actual housing structures that were built for people to have a secure place to live but either way at the end of the day everybody was happy everybody was super welcoming um the radical hospitality was was crazy everybody was treating me like they knew me when i first got there and i know that being a tourist from america can um you'll definitely attract a lot of people regardless but even still people that weren't looking to make money off of me or were just simply talking to me for the sake of the conversation you could tell that they really were genuine and they had real love for for african americans and just for everybody that was a tourist in ghana were there any particular ghanian dishes that you enjoyed or would recommend trying for anyone i would say there wasn't many dishes that stood out like anything i'd never had before i've had a lot of ghanian food or west african dishes here in america and it was definitely prepared way better in africa and it tasted more authentic um it wasn't anything like too crazy that i hadn't had before if anything the jollof rice was just better i was waiting for that yeah it was it was just better but i i had jollof rice many times but not 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 too many dishes in uh in ghana did you explore any historical sites in ghana and if so which ones left a strong impression uh yeah i did definitely um outside of the the president's museum and the slave castles um web du bois museum at his house in ghana was was really uh it was it was just like a a nice museum to gain some more information on how web du bois um was framing his thought process and his philosophy on how he was thinking as a as a pan-african and just as someone that was trying to encourage african thought among people in in america um the black star uh their their nation's flag star and monument we also visited there um it's mainly just like a a huge statue with a star on top and it uh it has a uh, the the date of when they gained independence which was 1957 um we went there there was a lot of tourists there um i guess taking pictures there was like a a stadium type field um they also had a statue of what i thought was a maybe a former slave slave master or um plantation owner or something like that and from what the people described that were um that were at the the monument they were saying that he was facing the direction of america and away from the country of uh, away from ghana or he was or he was facing the direction of the the ocean i guess and they were kind of saying that it symbolizes um our oppressors i guess turning their back on the african people in ghana 
So that was a that was an interesting conversation to have when we were there. Um, other than those two places, besides those two places, we also visited Kcom National Park and we went on the canopy walk, which was like seven rope bridges above the trees in the forest of of Kcom um, in Ghana. So we saw a lot of different vegetation, a lot of different plants that I had never seen before. And it was honestly, um, for some people, it was probably really terrifying to be up that high on that tight of a, a rope bridge. And it seemed like it wasn't the strongest structure, but it was very cool to be able to just walk through the trees and take pictures and, and get another sight of the rich land and the forest of Ghana. So that was pretty cool really allows you to be in tune with it. Right. Definitely in tune. Uh, traveling south now, because you guys also went to Johannesburg. Yep. Um, I want to ask this. In Johannesburg, what activities or attractions did you find most interesting? Um, in Johannesburg, I would say we took this tour called the uh, City Sightseeing Tour on something called the Red Bus. That tour was pretty much just us on top of a tour bus with uh with no roof if you wanted to be upstairs um driving around the city and they were just showing us a bunch of a bunch of places and a bunch of monuments around Johannesburg usually pertaining to Nelson Mandela so there was a lot of um Mandela monuments and statues we got to see one of his houses that were in Johannesburg um and a lot of the a lot of the architecture was really different compared to Ghana. Johannesburg looked more like America. It was a really, really big city with a lot of skyscrapers. Not anything you would really expect when you hear Africa, but if you know anything about South Africa, then you would know that uh, it's it was the last country to gain independence. So it was the last country to, to not be colonized. And um, it has a really, really like, really developed city and all the structures are there are, are very developed it looks just like america what advice would you have for someone planning a trip to ghana or johannesburg um i would say you should definitely plan on being there for a long time because there's a lot to see and if you don't at least see like a few of the important monuments and important locations that are recommended for an American tourist, um, you're, you're going to be missing out because there was a lot of stuff that we didn't see. And I feel like we were missing out on that. So if you're going to, if you're going to travel there, you should definitely, uh, definitely plan on being there for a long time. That's dope. Uh, going in more depth into things that you saw, were there any challenges or surprises you encountered while traveling in Ghana or Johannesburg? Um, yeah, I would say in Johannesburg, um, I learned while traveling there that it was that it is the most dangerous city on the continent. And however, we didn't experience really any danger. It was just interesting to see um, what like what the city looked like and how they kind of saw what was the most dangerous city because the most dangerous city in America 
looks nothing like the most dangerous city in, in Africa. I would also say that um, I was surprised that they had Nelson on the money. I'm used to um, our oppressors on, on, our, on our currency. So being able to see an African, African man on, on their currency was really cool. Um, the apartheid museum was, was definitely shocking. Um, if you guys have never heard about apartheid, it was pretty much similar to Jim Crow here in America. It was just legal, uh, legal, pretty much legal racism and legal segregation in South Africa. And Nelson was the first president out of a democracy. So he was the first president and first black president. But once he became president, he ended apartheid and pretty much ended the legal um, racism that was going on through the country. In that museum, there was a lot of rich history about about him, about South Africa, about the oppression that they face that is very similar to the oppression that we face here in America. Um, I would also say the safari was uh, was a was a really big highlight in Johannesburg. We got to see about. 12 different animals from rhinos to elephants to lions to antelope. What was your favorite animal? Um, definitely the elephants. I, I feel like that's a really basic answer, but there was just a lot of elephants and they were getting really close to the van or to the truck. So we were able to see them like up close, up close. Um, we saw a cobra in the water that was pretty cool to see it like zipping across the water i didn't i thought it was a bird at first so then once somebody said oh no that's a cobra i was like dang that's that's crazy to see in person and then um also the drafts were getting really close so it was it was insane to see those that close even though i had seen a draft in a zoo before it just hits different when you when you're in africa were there any cultural customs or traditions that surprised you um, in Ghana, I would say the main customs and traditions that surprised me, actually it wasn't too much of a surprise because they told us before we were going to go, but bowing to the king was interesting, um, not being allowed to cross our legs while in his presence, that was interesting. Um, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of cooking outside in places that didn't seem the most sanitary. The food looked really good, but I don't know if I would buy it or I don't know if I would recommend anybody getting it, but there was a lot of that going on within the villages of, of Ghana and Accra. Um, in South Africa, there weren't many customs that were too out of the ordinary compared to the U.S., but I would say like them driving on the opposite side of the road, the steering wheel being on the right side. Um, also in, in both countries, and I don't, I'm not surprised at this either, but there's a lot of people that are begging for money. There's a lot of people trying to sell you stuff. Um, in Ghana, there it's not a, it's not capitalistic, so it's a barter system. So you gotta negotiate what you want, what you gotta negotiate your price, and in any situation, in every situation where you see it best fit.
um, South Africa, similar in the, in the marketplaces, but, um, it was more similar to America with the way that their stores and the way that the, um, corporations were, were all heavily, um, spread out across South Africa. Like I said, South Africa really looked like, uh, an America part two. Like it was a, a mix of Hollywood, Florida, Vegas, Miami. Like it just looked like a, a, it looked like a really nice city. And there was a lot of huge houses that probably cost millions of dollars. Um, the buildings were way nicer. The colors were, were out of the ordinary for sure. There was a lot of different colored buildings like yellow, pink, light blue. And that was really common out there. With that being said, coming to a close with this episode. And great episode. Great episode, team. Tremendous. Mm. Wonderful. Glorious. Mm. Should more. I keep going? One more, one more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what he wanna say. That's how good that so powerful. Is. I, I can't give it to y'all, but until next time. Uh, right. We we uh we out of here. This was a black man sketch. You are with your co-hosts, Joseph, Maurice. Yeah, Manny. <laughs> and we'll see y'all in the next episode.